1: guys. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Happy Monday.
1: Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show, broadcasting live every morning at 6 a.m. Mountain Time, Monday through Friday on the Podbean app.
2: Today's March 21st, minus seven out there, but it's going to be a beautiful six degrees in the Edmonton area.
1: Yeah, Edmonton. That's where we're broadcasting from, just in case you're curious. (laughs) Um, I, I get emails and messages from time to time saying that, I know you're in Canada, but whereabouts are you? Oh really? Yeah.
2: God, we talk about Edmonton and Laduke all the time.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I suppose. But if you know, someone just kind of listening to random episodes yeah, sure. and not really Drops knowing what's going on.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I always thought about like we should have it like in our graphic, um, on iTunes or Spotify. Nah. Just get- no.
2: I mean, maybe in the description.
1: Do people read it? They, well, what do they do? They they type. What 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 do you do when you're looking for a podcast? You type in. Real Canadian. estate, Canadian, Canada, Alberta, real estate investing, real estate investment, real estate investor. What do you, what do you type in? I'm, I'm always curious about that on how people find our show. And most of the people, uh, and that's and that's the thing we have we have such great um, search engine optimization, <laughs> SEO, <laughs> SEO. But at the same time, it'd be like someone will say, "Oh yeah, I heard you on this podcast." I'm like, yeah. that's how you heard about it." Yeah, or I saw you on Eventbrite. <laughs> it just blows my mind. But um yeah, anywho. Anyways. <laughs> uh it, it's I'm always trying to make sure that, that local investors, Edmonton and Alberta investors, you know, they find us. um that that's that's who's most interested. But you know, all of this applies to across Canada.
2: Canada, yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyhow. It's not a lot of good Canadian content. I mean, but most of it is is out east. Mm-hmm. Like that's where the bulk of any podcasts that are running any you know big groups and stuff so it's yeah when people find us here in edmonton they're like what
1: yeah you know what i don't like most about podcasts hmm. and that like even our own podcast for the first two years what interviews yeah i
2: it can, it can be inspirational to hear people's stories. Inspiration for sure. is so and You don't dumb. need inspiration. You need a kick in the Sorry, ass, Sorry, It could right?
1: be motivational, not inspirational. <laughs> it motivates you for about 10 seconds and then you realize you didn't learn anything from that episode. Except that that person's successful and then you're not. Is that fair? Fair. Right? Oh, wow, they do this. So the, what do you do? You go and try and reach out to them and message them and try to get a little free information, right? And then you never do it because you don't have enough information. So that's why I restructured it to the morning show. Yeah. I wanted it to be more of a discussion than, a, than you know, throwing someone up on this pedestal that they're this amazing person, but they don't share any information,
0: right? Yeah.
1: Um, But, you know, I say that because if you're listening in live on the Podbean app, which you can every morning at 6 a.m., Monday through Friday. I always say every morning, but it's Monday through Friday. Don't show up on Saturday. I wonder where we are. Um, if you join in on the Podbean app, you can click the call in button. You can also type in the chat any questions you got about real estate investing. We will answer them for free every morning. So that way, when you hear about some dumb guy investing in some dumb town doing some dumb strategy, you can come and ask us questions about how they're doing it and, I'll, and we'll answer it for you. So that way you're not just thinking about it anymore you're gonna do it that's what we're doing this year this year we're taking action it's the year 2022 i'm calling right now it's the year of action
2: all right
1: it's the year of action we're adding in a new symbol to the chinese calendar <laughs> okay today this year is okay. the year of action
2: okay
1: what was it formally like what is it actually is it like a rabbit
2: 2022
1: Chinese. You want action to be one of the animals? Yeah, new animal, tiger. Oh fuck, that's a cool. That's a really cool animal. I don't. You know
2: what tigers do? They take action.
1: Oh. (laughs) I wish I had a tiger sound. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, Gabby, how'd you like the sledgehammer? (laughs) Kathleen (laughs) wants to know.
2: Um, I had this teeny tiny little spot overhead that I was allowed to smash out and I was very nervous that I was going to hit the wrong spot. I almost did a couple times.
1: <laughs> Gabby was at one of our flip properties and she, uh, we
2: were like, can we let loose on this wall? Do we know if we're keeping it yet? Like, ah, oh, we don't know if we're keeping it yet.
1: I'm like, don't hit that wall if <laughs> we're not taking it down.
2: Yeah. I really, really wanted to take a turn at it, but yeah.
1: We could have, but then we'd have to. Drywall, a new wall. Yeah.
2: Unnecessary ex- expenses.
1: <laughs> what do we got for upcoming events, Gabby?
2: Uh, Friday Live Training. Have we, did you, I saw you posted something there on the group. Did you find a topic?
1: Mm, I put a poll out on Facebook and on Instagram.
2: Okay. So if you want your say on what our topic is this week um, in the Real Estate Investing Masters Facebook
1: group. Well, go to the Facebook group.
2: Go to the Facebook group. That's
1: where the pool is. Yeah. Pool? <laughs>
2: pool. <laughs> So, vote. (laughs) Have your say. Um, Yeah, that's Friday, uh, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Every Friday. Every Friday. We have our fix and flip meetup happening on April 10th. So, we did mention last episode, but if you haven't heard, we have changed venues. Um, So our St. Albert flip, Loyola, is going to be on Calvin Hexter's um, flip tour the previous day on the 9th. So we decided instead of, you know, going back there twice, why don't we showcase our new property in Leduc? Yeah. Yeah. So we have, we picked up a property on Thursday or Friday or something last week.
1: So So stoked about that property. (laughs)
2: Um, yes, yeah, so we're going to be holding the uh, meetup there. And Wilson asks in the Podbean app if he should bring cat food.
1: Fill your pockets with cat food. Fill
2: your pockets with some temptation treats. Maybe bring the whole bag so you can shake it. Maybe that'll get the cat in the bag. A little meow having. mix. Meow mix um yeah and uh, come check it out come visit with us um we'll be answering questions chatting with you you can network with other investors who will be there so we've seen some really cool connections made at these uh meetups and that's what we want for you guys we want for you guys to get the connections you need to take action so come out tickets are free you just need to uh, sign up on Eventbrite. Yeah. You can go into my stories. There's a link there right now or, um,
1: yeah. Uh, I think we're about half the tickets, more than half the, tic- the tickets are gone. Um, as Gabby said, they're free, um, but we have a limited spots. So yes. you do have to register in order to get on that. Um, you mentioned a bunch of really cool things about it. And I, I, I maybe I missed it. I, I stepped away for a second, but we're also there. Gabby and I are there answering questions for two hours, right? Yeah. So if you've ever been to any of Calvin's Flip Tours, um, it's always great, you know, the, you know, we're always, uh, like if you're going to Calvin's Flip tour on the 9th, um, you only get to spend about 20 minutes in the house and there's about 30 people. So you don't really get a chance to talk with us. So that's why we decided to hold more um, investor meetups, open houses at our flips. That way you can come in and ask any questions. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking about flipping, if you're thinking about renovating your rental properties, or if you just have any questions about real estate investing at all, um, we do that. Just another just another way, another platform for you to get your questions answered. Um, 2022, I'm telling you, no excuses. You have all the information and education that you need. Hey, yeah. okay, guys, you got Friday Live Training. You got investor meetups. You've got free coaching every morning at 6 a.m. All you got to do is wake up a little early. Everything you need, guys, you just got to take action this year, okay? That's where... We're going to, we're going to push you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's April 10th at the, the Corinthia uh, flip. What else we got?
2: Uh, we have a couple upcoming um, cabin retreats.
1: Oh yeah. Cabin retreats April 1st.
2: Lots of excited participants yes. waiting for those dates to hit.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, we have something else, but we're not ready to announce it yet. Maybe tomorrow. Um. But um everybody loves these boot camps. Everybody's all gung-ho for these boot camps. The old hip hip hooray boot camps. Um, we're thinking about doing our own boot camp. Except no more hip hip hoorays. We're gonna it's gonna be at like an actual boot camp. Like basic training. Like we're gonna make you do push-ups and shit. <laughs> okay? It's not going to be about like high fives and, and kumbayas, okay? It's going to be about like, yeah, like really pushing you. Because that's what, that's what boot camps are about, right?
2: That's what they should be about. Boot
1: camps are supposed to be about like pushing you past your boundaries, outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. It's not kumbayas around a fire. No, you're out in the sticks with no fire, right? Anyways. Who wants an actual boot camp where there's actual basic training? Because if you guys are if you guys are interested, let us know. Because we're, we're thinking about putting something like that together. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's past thinking about and maybe it's already planned. <laughs> because I don't think about shit. Maybe I do it's shit. happening. I don't think about shit. No.
2: Wayne I think doesn't. about it
1: for a split second. I make a decision and I put it together. That's how you should operate, right? An opportunity comes in front of you and then you make the decision. Do I do it or do I not do it? Which direction am I going? No more thinking about it. Right. So, if that's something you're interested in, make the decision right now. Let us know. Perhaps there might be an announcement tomorrow.
2: We got a bunch of let's go and I'm in.
1: Please, no push ups.
2: But pushing the limits is a big yes. <laughs> We're going to push up the glass ceiling. <laughs>
1: Ooh. Yeah. Some or ba- smash it. Some basic training coming your way, right, guys. Again, anything and everything you we can do. do in order to push you and give you the education you need.
2: So it. stay tuned for tomorrow. Cool.
1: Is that all we got for upcoming events? Is there anything else? <laughs> you want to know why we're so busy for the next couple of months? Because if we keep keep making decisions like this and then we put them in the calendar and then we realize, oh shit, our calendar's full. Yeah. Don't worry. We booked off our kid's birthday in May. <laughs> Made sure of that. Barely. I think I actually booked something on that weekend. You did. Yeah, there is something on that weekend. Yeah, we're it's going to be a busy couple months here, but uh, I got anything we can do to push you guys and give you guys the information that you need, the education. What else we got going on, Gabby? What are you up to these days?
2: Well, lots of flip stuff. We have two ongoing flips, which is uh, fun and interesting and requiring a next level of uh, organization. What's,
1: what's up with Loyola in St. Albert?
2: Well, Loyola is getting some paint on this week. Um, Johnny Five's coming in to install a railing on, I think, Wednesday. I don't know what the date is today. Love be, but Johnny
1: Five.
2: Angel warned me because every time I jump, it's right in my ear. <laughs> it's right in everybody's ears, actually. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Johnny Five. Um yeah, so we're getting we're getting our railings, we're getting some paint. Um it's railing week. Um I think that's pretty much what's happening at Loyola this week is is paint and railings. It's I mean you guys it's, a little it's, a, bit of paint, yeah. it's almost a 3000 square foot house or over 3000 square feet mm-hmm. once you consider the basement as well. Um, so it's going to be a lot of priming and painting. Um, it's going to take a while, I think. So, yeah, that's going down. They're getting the um, <coughs> areas where the railings are painted up first so that they're ready for Johnny Five to come in. Yeah. And, yeah, that's that's the the big update for Loyola.
1: A roof is coming along. The roof
2: is coming along. It's, it's a
1: big roof. And I think that they've been hopping from job to job because they know we're not in a rush.
2: Well, from job to job, but also like they definitely weren't working yesterday. You know, there's been some days, some heavy wind days and some oh, yeah. random random snowy days. So, yeah, they've been kind of back and forth whenever they're able to. <clears throat> but, yeah, it's coming along. I think probably more than half is done. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Zakaya, are you here?
1: Zakaya is here.
2: <laughs> Let us know.
1: Zakaya is on site, he knows more than we do.
2: Yeah, Zakaya, why don't you throw in some updates here? Or call in with an update.
1: I think Zakai's working out. I think he works out while oh, he listens.
2: Okay. Whatever.
1: So we don't need him panting on the treadmill. Yeah,
2: don't pant in our ears, Zakaya.
1: And don't uh, don't answer the phone while you're doing a squat.
2: <laughs> Dangerous. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we picked up Corinthia. Yes. So when we start talking about Corinthia, you it know. It feels what we're like ages about. ago. It's a Duke. Um, so it's in the neighborhood of Corinthia. We always name our um, our properties either by the neighborhood or the street, whatever sounds cooler.
1: Yeah, street because we've we bought some in the na- same neighborhood same before, and then it yeah. just then it turns into like Corinthia two. Yeah, or Corinthia the second. That's just dumb.
2: We have we have one like that. We own two properties on the same block, yeah. and it's like number one and number two. <laughs> I hate it. Um, yeah, so the Laduke Property Corinthia, um, Josh, we partnered with Josh, Joan at Carpentry, so we're excited to have him on board. Um, him and his crew got in literally when we got the keys, they met us there and got right to work. We mm-hmm. had the bin delivered. They filled two bins, um, which is awesome. Wilson, sorry, I just read in the comments here. I, Wilson says, I named one of our properties after the tenant that destroyed one unit. Is it just like a constant reminder <laughs> to pick good tenants? Or?
1: So you named the property Rick?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: was, it, was it actually Rick, Wilson? <laughs> Anthony, wow. And Tony. Yeah. Dirty That's Tony. That's funny. Sorry, there's probably a Tony listening. Uh, lindsay
2: lindsay's asking what everyone else calls their houses so they just picked up um their first um investment property lindsay and it's called the chicken hill house
1: sounds like a netflix horror special
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so whatever whatever sounds coolest for like the neighborhood or the whatever
1: it's memorable yeah yeah because yeah especially in edmonton trying to remember addresses when they're all like numbers and stuff would be like one two zero four three 32nd street yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's awful <laughs> You're gonna... so you, you shortening of like one two zero four three oh, come on
2: yeah yeah so anyways um uh Josh and his team got yeah two bins filled still in demo stage boy there was a lot of uh work going on in there yeah yeah we had like I mean I'm sure you guys saw the videos but like some crazy moldings on the ceilings and... not
1: mold like oh no, yeah no like not, like, like moldings <laughs>
2: fancy designs out of wood and um drywall and lots like of nails crown molding <laughs> but screws. it was
1: like made out of two by fours yeah yeah it's pretty messed up
2: yeah so yeah lots of work going down in there um yeah we were actually just there yesterday chatting with josh and uh talking about <coughs> we need to Excuse get me. that full scope together this week and some timelines and stuff so yeah we're excited he's excited. We're excited to have you guys there on the 10th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and um, yeah. So if you've been watching my stories, you might know that we have a, uh, we inherited a, what I'm considering a ghost cat at this point. Um, but do we want to talk about the couple of really funny stories so far that happened there?
1: <sighs> Where do we even start? Because like we were just talking about this like at 5.59 before we went live. I'm like, have we talked about the flip? And Gabby's like, no, we got. We got it on Thursday, and then we had Barry on on Friday. I said it sounds like years ago since we started. Because yeah, it feels
2: like we've been working on it a long time. But
1: <clears throat> well, the amount of stuff that needed to get done, and already had that property, yeah, <laughs> um, get done. Um, we can talk about how we got it because I think that's a very interesting and valuable um, um, lesson. Sure. Um, yeah, unless
2: you guys uh, like call in or have anything else, well, we have lots to share about this property. It's been an interesting journey so far.
1: <laughs> and then all of the, the logistics of getting it and the complications, I don't know how far I want to go into it. Um, the seller and the, the sellers surviving tenant and everything else, it was really weird how it all came together. But, um, the, the one funny story I think that you're, you're trying to tell us when we showed when up, When we
2: took possession where, well, yeah, when we showed up that morning, we
1: showed up on Friday morning, um, Josh showed up first and, um. We just pulled up after Josh and Josh was, um, we never gave him the combination or the the code for the lockbox, And I could just see Josh 30 seconds ahead of us walking into the house. And I'm like, son of a bitch, the seller left the door unlocked. So I see Josh go in and um, yeah, I guess Josh started walking up the stairs and tried the knob, <laughs> Sorry, tried the knob, opened it and he's like, okay, maybe they're in here. And goes upstairs, and there's the seller sitting in the rocking chair with a cigarette in his hand. Come on in. (laughs) What the fuck? We
2: took possession the night before. So, like, this house is no longer (laughs) his.
1: Inside having a cigarette.
2: Inside having a cigarette. In the
1: middle of the living room.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All I have going through my head is that this house is going to burn down. I'm like, this house is going up in flames. This guy (laughs) was freaking (laughs) out. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, so I walked in afterwards and yeah, I guess he, he was supposed to have all of his stuff out the night before. It was one of the big things we said. It's like,
2: keep in mind, this was a really, really fast close.
1: So he wasn't prepared. We'll get get into that. Yeah. I
2: know. But like, he wasn't prepared to be out in a day.
1: He was holding his cigarette, but he was barely holding a cigarette. He was, he's a very old man. Hands are shaken. Yeah. Um, and uh, he sounds like he's been through some stuff in the last little yeah, while, but a lot. you know, I we were under the understanding where that's he was going to have all of the stuff in the garage on Thursday night, and then he would take until about Monday to get the stuff out of the garage and in, you know, to the to the dump. There were old mattresses, old chairs. There were cat food dispensers everywhere, um,
0: litter boxes everywhere, litter
1: boxes everywhere. Just it was. Um, it was really disgusting and the old bed frames and dressers and all that stuff. And, you know, we, we didn't want to have to dispose of and And then of course, all the stuff in the yard too, just like, you know, bird feeders and benches and barbecues and that kind of shit. So, um, I made it quite clear that, Hey, I know we're solving this person's problem. I know they're in, you know, dealing with some shit, but it is, it, I'm not asking a whole heck of a lot to, to, to ask that, make sure your shit's gone. Yeah. This is not it wasn't like part of
2: the condition that, like you know, like if you buy a hoarder's house, like part you, it's part of the conditions that, like, you don't need to worry about anything. Like, just leave, we'll take care of it all. No, that wasn't one of our conditions. We're
1: talking about a full bin worth of shit. Yeah, and there was a, a ton of nasty shit too. Um, cats and dogs and 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 smoke. You know, it's it's not the most appealing house. It's it's the smell of money. If if you're an investor, you know what I'm talking about. But so. You know, we they, we didn't want to have to deal with the bulk of it. Um, so he was supposed to have it all. He said agreed that he'd have it all in the garage on Thursday night, and then Friday morning um, we'd be able to get started. That's why we were so shocked to find him sitting in the chair in the middle of the living room. Like, dude, <laughs> he get, he left us the keys the night before. Like, I got the keys, yeah, and I put a lockbox on. I didn't change the locks. I didn't think I'd have to. Not not right away, at least maybe on the weekend. Not expecting to see him sitting in the rocking chair in the middle of the in the middle of the living room, but um, yeah, I guess his his he had his daughter lined up for nine thirty a.m. to come in and start helping him. And he's like, "Don't worry, I'll have everything gone by Monday." I'm like, "No, no, no, no. You need to you need to get all the stuff out of the garage by Monday." And uh, I gave him till noon. I said, "Get everything you can out of here into the garage." And then for the rest of the weekend, just focus on the stuff outside. We'll get the rest out of the house. Um, Yeah, but he was still like coming and going. And um, we showed up. When did we show up? Later on, Friday afternoon. So we came in there in the morning. We kind of walked um, Josh around and his guy. And uh, then we came back around 12.31 o'clock. And um, he had found one cat.
2: Yeah. Well, we pulled up and there was like um, his daughter was... Sorry, I forgot to
1: talk about the cats. Yeah, so I should have prefaced that. There were cats. Yeah,
2: This is one of the other things
1: he told me. Two cats. He's like, I don't know what I'm going to do about the cats.
2: SPCA won't take them because they're not neutered.
1: I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, "Uh, SPCA won't take them because they're not neutered. So, I don't know. He's like looking at me like I'm supposed to take these cats. (laughs) I'm like, okay, well... Just like you, they need to be out of the house by twelve o'clock. Guys are going to start tearing down walls and shit, and they're going to start demoing. I don't want some cat being hit in the you know in the line of fire, right? So no, the cat's got to be out of the house. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll, they're not easy to find. A lot of times they're just they're always hiding. I'm like, okay, well we got we got two and a half hours. <laughs> um and yes yeah, so we came back around twelve thirty, and that was when uh
2: yeah the the daughter was outside and there was a um what do you call it a crate yeah and i was like oh they got the cats awesome and so we walk in and we're like walking around and um and they had all like josh had already torn out so much stuff like the basement was gutted already and so we were down there and the this the seller comes down and he's like well we found one of the cats and we were like oh, okay he's like haven't found the other one though. We were like, oh, okay. So like I, I thought at that point that he was gonna just like go and keep keep looking. And then like a few like a few more minutes have passed or whatever. We're down there for another 10, 15 minutes and walk and like he's gone. Like that's it. He just left. So we were like, did we just inherit a cat? Like, what's going on? And yeah, so I guess uh we were just chatting with Josh yesterday and I was like, so any cat sightings? And he's like uh, no, I haven't seen like the, I only saw the one cat when like on Friday when the seller found it and, and got it in the crate. But um, apparently, the other one's an orange cat, and we haven't seen it. And and he's like, but and we were standing in the kitchen. He's like, these are fresh tracks. And so there's like little kitty paw prints all over the stove, which is like a fresh layer of dust on it, right? Because they're (laughs) doing demo. And there's just like all these little cat prints around it. I'm like, oh, my God, we have a cat. So Everly and I went on like a cat hunt. We searched the house like high and low. We went through it a few times. And uh, yeah, can't find it. Don't know where it's hiding. Yeah. So we have a cat. So there's Uh. still food out Josh yeah. left the, the food out for the cats.
1: I don't know how we're going to deal with this, though.
2: Yeah, I don't either. If somebody has um, any suggestions for us, because we it, oh, like not the house. Help- well, yeah, humane ones.
1: Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> obviously.
2: Um, But yeah, like this house stinks. Like it was smoked in for who knows how many decades and is just like had cat pee and puke and stuff all over the carpets and stuff. So like the house stinks and we need to start getting to work at removing those smells, AKA ozone generator. Yeah, we can't turn an ozone generator on with a living animal in the house. We will kill it, which is not our intention. So, yeah,
1: Josh says, don't worry, by the way, he'll try his best to clean it before you all show up on the 10th. Um,
2: Okay, Lindsay says set out a live skunk trap. Call your local fish and wildlife office; they will typically lend them out.
1: Interesting. Um, Kathleen says, "If there is an access to ceilings and walls, they will go play in there." Hmm.
2: There wasn't before, but there definitely is now.
1: Well, there are still some items left behind that they didn't get rid of—some old dressers and mattresses and stuff like that. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, he gotta burrow a hole in a chair or a mattress or something like that. He could be hiding in between um yeah, it's hard to say, so you know, once we get all the the remaining stuff out of there, um another half of them we gotta fill <clears throat> the next couple of days, then uh, I think there'll be less places to hide mm-hmm. and, the, and the and the cat's very likely just gone, right so um, what do you mean well, it could be outside.
2: No, there's paw prints left all over the house. (laughs) True. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Or it could be a go the cat maybe the cat's already dead.
2: Maybe it's ghost is trampling around the house.
1: I'm some mysterious things are happening around this property. (laughs) Casper the cat.
2: Yeah. But also this guy or maybe whoever he inherited it from loved um, birds like bird feeders everywhere and in the back there's like literally like just imagine one of those huge sacks of bird feed it was just like dumped alongside the garage so there's literally like i don't know a a sack full of bird seed just on on the ground and there's just like flocks of birds like around the property like you look at the front window birds flying everywhere you look at the back they're all pecking away at the bird seed just like birds galore
1: jeremy with the Jeremy with the wit this morning, they named the cat Cat Spur. <laughs> <laughs> do you get it, cab? Do you get it? Yeah, I do. I get it. That's good. Cat Spur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's another problem is, is, uh, J- Josh brought this up yesterday. He's like, we got to figure out a, he's like, have you been into the garage? And to be honest, the cat might be in the garage because you haven't been in there yet. No. Okay, so I went in the garage the f- when I first went to look at the property. They, I hadn't owned it yet, and um, the seller said they'd be gone for a little while, and I can come and look. So I go into the garage, and I, I can see quite clearly everywhere there's cats and a dog potentially in this property. And so I open up the garage door, and I see it's like rigged up as like a jungle gym for cats, Mm. they've they've they the rafters they got you know the cat scratching posts and everything else all over the fucking place it's like a jungle gym in the garage for for animals and there's this huge big box with this like cloth flap for a dog and the hole is quite big and I'm thinking I walked in and I looked to my left and I saw that and I'm like oh fuck where the hell did they put the dog they probably put the dog in the garage so I'm like freaking out like I'm slowly just start walking back to the door because I'm like if they got some large dog they put in the garage and this and quite clear this is where the dog hangs out I'm like I'm gonna get bit and no one's gonna hear me (laughs) (laughs) um but that garage smells so bad does it oh there's it's it's litter boxes in there and that's where the dog stays so it's it's a giant doghouse. So how do you get rid of smells in the garage?
2: Air it out.
1: I think we're going to have to everything we gotta and remove everything, everything. We're going to have to find, I don't know, some industrial cleaner, like Josh saying almost like a. a um, what's like the bee company the bee clean. Maybe they can come in and just spray it or something like that.
2: <laughs> their backpacks and just.
1: Well, that's <laughs> it's yeah, we're going to have to leave the doors open for quite some time um, because the last thing you want. Josh says, be clean, bus stop sprayers. Yeah. Um, you know, someone's going to be buying this house in eight to ten weeks.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? Um, so we need to get everything smelling less animal. Are you
2: guys excited to come see it?
1: Oh, you guys must be so excited. <laughs> um, Yeah, this one's a little bit of a headache because of just the smells and the cat and everything else. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was getting a little overwhelmed by it yesterday. A little. I don't normally... Normally it's just like, it's a business. Like I just, okay, I got to do this, 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 and this. Yesterday I was getting a little bothered by it. Maybe I just got too many things going on, but like, I, I don't want to be thinking about another thing. And now we're have to think about like the logistics of the, sorry, the, the layout of the kitchen. And like, we can't put an ozone generator in there. Cause I'm going to kill a cat and the garage stinks. And there's, a, there's, there's a, giant bag of bird seed at the side of the garage and I'm like, how fast are the birds gonna eat that? Is this thing gonna be gone or do I gotta scoop that shit up? And what's the lawn look like when the snow melts? And now I'm thinking about exterior work and the deck needs to be pulled out because they're giant, giant tree trunks in the middle of the backyard.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a bit of a it's a bit of a pain, but um, you know, that's flipping, right? If you want really good opportunities, they normally come with more hassles. hmm um, they normally smell worse. They normally require you to act faster. Yeah. Um, this was not on MLs. so first time we bought a property not on MLs in a while, yeah. but our realtor had it. Um, to be honest, I gotta talk to calvin how how we how we I haven't talked to well,
2: him. you are talking to Calvin on Wednesday night. you. Um, and the lawyer are gonna be live on oh, yeah. Calvin's uh thing talking about how the heck they closed this deal in twelve hours.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think it was twelve, but like I think they're calling it fifteen because that's when we got the like the official Submitted.
2: Submitted but thing. it was
1: eleven o'clock at night that both parties signed and it was eleven o'clock that we got word that it was good in the morning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just crazy okay. that we were able to pull that off so quickly. Um, so we'll talk about how we went up. Ab- yeah. We're gonna, on Wednesday, we're gonna be talking about how we went about and did that. Um, Richard Bell with Bar RLOP, PAR LOP, um, yeah. in Edmonton was able to help us out with that and get it done quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was an absolute, like I said it was gonna be a miracle, and, and that was a miracle. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, we're call, uh, we're referring to it also as Mission Impossible.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Kathleen says, for those that don't know what money smells like, they need to come and see me. Come and see. Oh, come and see. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll pull out some dollar bills for you to smell. <laughs> um, yeah, and and like honestly, now that it's demoed, it's not even like a fraction as bad as it was before like all that carpet and stuff came out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it still, it still stinks, but like that first day when we walked in there, I was just like, oh. And even Josh was saying like, yeah, I get home and just like, strip down everything <laughs> straight to the washer mm-hmm. yeah scrub scrub
1: yeah uh, it's it, the walls are are burn like, the
2: clothes and scrub he says
1: <laughs> yeah you can you can see on the walls like it's been smoked in for decades yeah um i did a little bit of you know i i've talked about this before whenever i'm looking at a property i, I don't remember when i talked about this but um before i read an offer as soon as i get their name I started digging through Facebook, you know what I mean? I'm trying to figure out any information I can get about their, their motivation. um, What, what it is that they're looking for. And uh, I happened to find, so I pulled title and I saw that there was a woman and there was some debts. And then I saw just this, I think it was July of last year there was a surviving tenant surviving joint tenant. So that means that, that the woman passed away. Um, so I ended up finding her on Facebook and I could, yeah, saw her smoking in that same chair, um, where those burn holes were on the carpet. She must've fell asleep and dropped that cigarette <laughs> hundreds of times. Um, she passed away and then I found, uh, I didn't find the the surviving tenant. But yeah, I could I could just see that she's she's been there for quite some time. Um, where was I going with this? Ah, I can't. And I even saw the old fella in the pictures, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't remember where I was going with that, but <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the mornings do catch up with me. Sometimes it will be on something and I, I can't remember. I should write things down while I'm talking, Um, but it's quite it's quite clear that, that It's been smoked in for a very long time. You can see the walls and the windows are like yellow, right? And you can like, it's like, it's kind of got like this film on it. Mm -hmm. I I certainly don't like leaning against anything. No. Not until like those walls need a good scrub. And then as Wilson said, they need a a little bit of kills. Yeah. Um, Is it primer?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Kills primer is a, can you describe it?
2: It kills what's on the wall. Uh,
1: (laughs) Hang on a second. Let me just, I don't know much about it. It's (laughs) It's uh,
2: <laughs> Johnny Five says, sounds like Abby needs to sage the house.
1: <laughs> what does Kills Primer do? Uh, it's a powerful stain blocking formula that blocks most heavy interior stains, including water, smoke, and ink, pencil, felt marker, clean grease, and also seals pet food and smoke odors. So mm-hmm. it kind of just like locks them in. Locks it in, yeah. Um, so it's... It's going to help solve that uh, that smell problem, and then obviously the the ozone generator as well is going to is going to um it's going to help with the the air particles, yeah, the oxygen particles. Yeah.
2: Fun, fun.
1: Uh, Johnny says, "Sounds like Gabby needs to sage the house."
2: Were you not listening?
1: I sorry I already said that <laughs> oh sorry, um, so you know what we both wear headphones, and sometimes I can't hear what gabby says i i I keep one ear open I miss that. <laughs> um yeah, so this one uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about how that all how we found it um for anyone that is a client of Calvin Hexter, you got the email. it was in one of his emails mm-hmm. um. Off market deals. I, off market deals. Yep, uh, it was in his email list. Um, he sends out off market deals from time to time, maybe once a week. And I was just—I I think we were sitting on the couch or something like that—and uh, saw it come through. And I saw the address. I knew where it was. Um, it's not too far from our place, and it just looked good. I—I I mean, I. So simple as that. Didn't take much analysis or whatever. I mean, the number was good, the after repaired value was good. I did a little bit of my own research, and then I asked to see it. So that was um, Tuesday night. So that was Tuesday of last week, and maybe around four or five o'clock. So I asked, "Hey, can I come?" I don't. I don't waste any time if there's a good opportunity. I say, I'll, I'll, "I got to go see it now." I got one coaching call tonight. As long as we can work around that, I can go see it right away. It's three minutes away from my house. Um, he, he was trying to desperately kind of get me in there. But for some reason, it was like it was very difficult to communicate with the seller. Obviously, older fella going through some shit and uh, kept going back and forth. Yeah, trying, trying, trying. And I didn't hear anything. And then on Wednesday's morning show, I think I brought it up. If you listen to Wednesday's morning show, I said, God damn it, Calvin. You never got back to me. Yeah. Um, and I bugged him about that later. He's like, yeah, it's just, I've been trying, but like they're, they're not getting back to me about it. So it wasn't until one on Wednesday last week that I finally got a message saying, Hey, got a hold of the seller. You can go and look at it. Um, doors open. Doors open. Now I had, I had already, I had a coaching call schedule for the afternoon. And I had another meeting for my other business. So I ended up getting in there. I think it was about 3.30. Yeah. But he said at 1.30, he's like, here's the one thing. He, or maybe he said this on Tuesday night. It needs to, cl- oh, he said on Tuesday night when I when I first talked to him, it needs to close before Thursday. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me, buddy. Like, it's just not possible. Yeah. <laughs> He goes well. That's that's the thing. They're going to go into foreclosure on Thursday if it's not done. Foreclosure process is already starting. Money needs to be in their hand on Thursday in order for this to work out. So this is all the work that Calvin's doing in the back end, like in the background. He's he's trying to 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 cover the logistics of this and just making sure that that I don't put an offer on this place and then the bank takes it. Right? Yeah. How do we stop the bank from taking it? And I'm I'm going through all these possible what ifs. And and I'm saying, heck, just get me on the phone with the bank. I'll tell them I'm a serious buyer to make sure we slow this thing down. I've never dealt with anything this close to to the foreclosure yet. Um, and then you can understand why I'm so pissed off that like I find this out and then I can't see it that night. I'm like, I just lost a day. Yeah. So the morning goes by and I'm like, okay, this clearly isn't happening. Yeah. And then it was after lunch, Gabby and I were working um, together. And 30, and I got the phone call, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Now it needs to close tomorrow." And he's like, "Yeah, can you get it done?" And I'm like, "I can. Twenty four hours. <laughs> I can get the money done. That's no problem. I got cash. I'll just buy cash. I'll bring a briefcase. Not a problem. I can get that part done. But can the legal? Can we get it done on the legal side? RPRs, um, diligence. I haven't even seen the place yet." You're telling me you want me to close this in 24 hours. I haven't even seen it yet. And he goes, well, the door's open. You go check it out. So now I'm like, okay, well, I got I to go wait two hours before I can go see it. But I said, how are we going to get this done on, from the lawyers? There's no lawyer that can get this done. It's 1.30 right now. If we write up an offer, it won't be until tonight. And then they need to close it tomorrow morning what's the other lawyer on the other side up to? Like, are they going to be able to handle this? Our lawyer might say, yes, we're going to charge a ridiculous rate, but we'll get it done. But is the other lawyer going to be able to get it done? And are they going to be able to get it done fast enough that they can get the money in the seller's hands so they can get it to their lender before they continue with the foreclosure? So we ended up getting on a three-way call with the lawyer. Richard said, yep, we can get it done. In theory, <laughs> still wasn't one hundred percent yet. Um, and then, over the next couple hours, you know, he reached out. They did what they could proactively. Yes, it's going to be going through, but Wayne still hasn't seen it yet. There's no offer, so they're they're proactively getting things organized. They start asking questions to the seller. They find out the seller's got his own debts. Um, the 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 other owner who died had debts so there's caveats on title this is not a clean title this is a messy title um and the mortgage that is on title is being foreclosed on so is in default so that it's getting all that organized from the from the legal side, like hats off to Richard for 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 communicating that quickly with the seller's lawyer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was impressive. Um, I don't know how far I want to go into the details on that. But just just to, to okay,
0: just tell you, yeah,
1: it was complicated. Yeah. It was very complicated. Um, As well. It wasn't like they could clear the mortgage and just pay off the balance. They, they were actually having trouble getting in contact with the lender, they've been trying to contact the lender for the last week. And they couldn't get a hold of the lender for some reason, the person who was dealing with the foreclosure. So we were getting all worried that we had to send money over kind of like in trust. Yeah. Because <clears throat> the, the seller had to have the money in hand to be like, hey, stop.
0: <laughs> halt.
1: I've got the money. Because they wouldn't consider it otherwise, they wouldn't give any more, de- you know, delays or any more time. So, yes, Jeremy, that is kind of scary. I'm like, I'm I'm hearing this. I'm like, okay, so I need to send the money over and to be held in trust by the lawyer, don't worry. (laughs) Uh, It's not like they're going to run away with the money. Held in trust by the lawyer and then the lawyer- For them to um, get
2: the confirmation,
1: yeah. Can say, hey, we've got the money, stop. We'll send you the money right now. Just don't continue with the foreclosure because otherwise they said that there is a risk way and that this deal can still fall through. Even though you got everything done on your end, the deal can still fall through. Um, yeah, so this is all going on on Wednesday afternoon <laughs> after one thirty, so I went and saw the property, looked in it, and yeah, and then you know fast forward to me seeing the doghouse and the garage and everything else it was it was a bit of a crazy night um for any of my mentees that I didn't get back to right away um normally, I'm pretty good at you know answering texts, you know, questions about real estate investing pretty quickly. that day it was a little little hectic um and then there's why. Uh, so 10 o'clock I, well, right after I saw the property, I I said, okay, go ahead, write my offer up, unconditional, all cash. Um, paperwork finally got sent off around 10 o'clock at night because we needed a bunch of other information, still going back and forth to the seller. Seller signed it at 11 o'clock at night. Then I went to bed, (laughs) (laughs) got up at, you know, five o'clock in the morning for the morning show again. Um. As we were on the morning show on Thursday morning, I I, I think if you recall, if you were there, I did get a message from the lawyer's um, paralegal.
2: On my way into the office. On my
1: way into the office, going to get this thing sorted out. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Call
2: me at 7.30.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So got up, got dressed and everything else after the podcast, um, went and got the cash. I took the cash bank draft and deposited it directly in the lawyer's account. So that way they had the cash right away. Yeah. Um, and then they were able to send the funds over that morning. Yeah. It's crazy how yeah. fast that got done because the bank didn't open until 9 30. The second one didn't open until 10. So I didn't have the bank, the money into, into our lawyer's bank, a, bank account until a t- little after 10. And then it was 11 that they had the money over into the other
0: mm-hmm.
1: seller's account. Crazy how fast they got that done, but they were able to, they were, they were proactive and they got a lot of stuff done ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um. do not expect your lawyer to ever do this for you. <laughs> do not expect to ever get this done with any form of financing. Yes. The key thing is that we had cash, cash right? And if you've got cash on hand, it's it's extremely valuable to get something like this done. Um, I don't think anyone else without cash, I know for a fact that no one else without cash would have ever been able to do this. This no. property went, it went into foreclosure. Yeah.
2: Getting like the financing instructions sent over to the lawyers to like, make sure that the funds are dispersed properly is like a battle. Mm-hmm. I feel like every time we've closed on a house with like with regular standard financing, it's always like, yeah, we're still waiting for the lender to get those instructions over to us.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, other, other cool thing was I didn't have to go into the lawyer's office to sign because I didn't have to sign for anything. Yeah. I didn't have any financing documents to sign for. So I was just able to transfer the money or deposit the money, didn't even have to transfer, deposit the money directly into their account. Yeah,
2: and Richard was able to sign the few pieces of paper that did need to be signed on your behalf as, mm-hmm. as your lawyer. Oh, so, okay,
1: yeah. cool. Yeah. I was unaware. Yeah. I was not aware. I was
2: not aware of that.
1: I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that's how it all played out. It was um, quite interesting. Um, do, would I ever do it again? Hopefully not. Absolutely.
2: But hopefully we don't need to.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that
2: was kind of cool and fun.
1: Uh, For you, it, it wasn't fun. <laughs> I don't think it was fun at all. I was stressed out quite a bit. You were. Uh, I mean like I was stressed out because I really wanted it to work. I wasn't stressed out because like, anything bad was going to happen. There was no risk at all to us. There was no deposits. There was no like they're going to take our money. Um, I don't want to say, Jeremy, how much the lawyer charged extra, to be honest. No, um, we have. Hmm. Do we say it? No, they didn't charge us anything extra. We're really good clients. Yeah. So I could just lie to you. I don't like lying, though. <laughs> yes, Jeremy, they charged us an arm and a leg, you know, extra and legal. Um,
2: Normally, you Expect would to be, be charged, charged extra. Yes. <laughs>
1: we were not, though. Um... that that all comes back to branding
2: yes branding how much business you bring somebody relationships yes
1: branding right there (laughs) Um, we should change our podcast to the real estate investing branding show (laughs) and I'm not lying people there are benefits to being having platforms and having influence and having a good brand and being reputable, the fact that I said their name on the podcast and 600 people are gonna hear it today, mm-hmm. right? It's valuable. Um, not to say that was the reason, but it's very likely that was the reason. Yeah. Um, so you know, make sure you're, you're really putting yourself out there and, and, and making a name for yourself. There's probably saved us two grand right there, I'd say.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, Josh says I think the house we are in now closed quicker what's this all about want to hear the story I could call in for the last five minutes here oh uh, yeah for sure um, yeah definitely call in Josh um not sure I think the house we are in now closed quicker
2: what's he yeah the uh, his house um, he mentioned it on one of the previous shows that um, I forget something some they were gonna sell it and then his uh well, let, let's hear it from him.
1: Oh, is he trying to like? Is he trying to steal my one-up Guinness you? record? He trying to one up <laughs> me and steal my Guinness record?
0: Good morning, guys. Good morning, guys. <clears throat> yeah the the house that we live in now. Um, I guess we moved in uh, the end of January, February first, in two thousand and fourteen. So Wednesday night, we had been approved. To rent the house which was January 28th 20 29th Thursday the next night they called us back and told us that uh, they had gone with their original plans to sell the house and so we get off the phone and my wife calls her parents and kind of gave them the heads up you know we were approved but now we're denied they're going to go with their original plan to sell it and uh Her stepdad was kind of sitting in the background and, well, how much? (laughs) (laughs) What what does that matter? Like, we're in no position. Well, you call her back. Find out how much, he says. And uh, so we did. We called her back. And she thought we were calling to rip her a new one. But uh, Nicole's sitting there. uh, Well, how much? I think we might have an offer. And so Nicole's parents, her mom and stepdad there, um, met the seller at 10 o'clock Friday morning and they discussed things and, and were happy with the number At uh, by 11. They booked booked a meeting at the bank at 1 and by 3 o'clock we had keys. We moved in Saturday as owners.
1: Interesting. I wonder so, if there's a tenancy at will though.
0: Well, it had been vacant for six months and it was on the market. They were trying to sell it and they kind of just got to a point where you know they had already bought and moved into their new house, and this is an older house, 1970s that they had owned for seven years, and so um, yeah, it it was vacant. Their original goal was to sell it, but they were just struggling to sell it, and mm-hmm. decided to rent it. And, Interesting. And yeah, when when yeah, it was weird how it all came together, but it the offer they met Friday at ten. And had agreed on a number, and by three o'clock we had keys. We moved in crazy. from Thursday getting denied renting to moving in Saturday as owners wild wow, <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, crazy, crazy, but
2: yeah, but so it's amazing what can be done in a few short hours,
0: <laughs> yeah. But, I think I know the one thing that they talked about that they had to do was put uh twenty percent down to avoid certain c m h c and some other whatever with financing that kind of helped help the process. That was one of the clauses they had to put down twenty percent um, yeah so yeah, that was a interesting experience, but we've mm. been here over eight years now nice, nice.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. thanks for calling in Josh.
0: Yeah, you betcha. See you guys later.
2: Yeah, see you in a couple hours.
1: (laughs) Or are you going to see him in a couple hours? Yeah. What's going on this morning?
2: Uh, I'm meeting our electrician there at nine. And then we're heading back there this evening uh, to meet the designer. Okay. Yeah. So we decided uh, yesterday that we were going to go ahead and um, hire an interior designer to help us with some layout issues um yeah we just want to make sure that we utilize the space properly the um basement actually has three really large bedrooms like exceptionally large bedrooms so in total this house has six bedrooms um I mean upstairs are kind of regular sized Mm -hmm. and then downstairs just like three gigantic bedrooms so yeah we want to look at um possibly putting in an additional bathroom in the basement and maybe taking out one of those bedrooms and opening it up to like just a regular kind of living space Mm
0: -hmm.
2: um just so it's not super compartmentalized um down there it's it's um yeah i I feel like we could better utilize the space
1: yeah and then so the difficulty right now with the kitchen upstairs and the basement downstairs is trying to figure out layout because it's all framed and drywalled so Mm -hmm. like you're kind of using the existing space and the existing uh walls and trying to figure out which ones to take out and which ones to keep and whenever you're using an existing layout it's just difficult it's hard to visualize it's it. hard
2: to tear down the walls in your brain to see the open space and how you would utilize it
1: and then of course you got ducting you know that's uh, cold air returns and and, and and water pipes as well and drain pipes and it's just like it's trying to figure out where are the where are you going to have your your walls and where are you going to frame out this and where's the closet going to go and where's the bathroom and is the door the door here and the door there is that going to look all weird um so it's kind of hard to visualize it i mean i'm not a yeah I, i'd have to get a piece of paper out and draw it just to kind of see it and measure it out it's very difficult when you're trying to look at it when the walls are up and trying to imagine the walls gone and then having yeah. a door there yeah um it's nasty have drawings um helps big time yeah for sure that's just that's not my expertise um so that's why we're gonna have
0: yeah um,
1: designer come in in and take a peek i don't want to be spending too too much time trying to figure this out
2: no this is that's why why i was in and out renovation we just want to get it done and move on so just yeah i even like told the designer like i just want you to come in walk through with us and be like this is what i do put this here put that there yeah Open up, open up this room and put the bathroom here. Yeah, like that's it. No more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then the kitchen, obviously, too, because yeah. we can't open up the kitchen too too much. There's complications there and low bearing walls and stuff. So, um yeah, yeah, it's it, it. That's why it was. That's why it was taking up too much of my energy yesterday, and that's why I was getting a little stressed out. Yeah. Um, it's just I don't want to be dealing with that stuff. That's yeah. I, I'm way better at being the guy that gets it done in 12 hours than being the guy that figures out where to put the is in the fridge. It, I just know my role. I, and I know where I thrive. Um, and it's not in that position. Um, cause once I start adding in that stuff, it takes up too much of my, my brain space. And, um, it, it kind of clouds everything else when I've got a million other things on the go right now. Yep. Um, I don't know who probably is. Um, but, uh, sorry someone was trying to call on the show okay. but uh yeah hopefully we can get that um figured out today the design and the layout and then uh yeah uh, jo- josh is going to be figuring out or finishing up the um the demo in the next couple of days by tomorrow i think we should have all the demo and everything out of the house and then it's a clean slate and then we start putting things back together doing prep yeah um prep's going to be Lots quite some prep. time <laughs> um ceiling work walls scrubbed and holes filled and
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um shower tiles pulled out and all that other stuff framing downstairs for the new bathroom cutting into walls and and re restructuring and reframing downstairs could be quite a bit of work it's it's um but it's, it's it's exciting two projects on the go right now you guys get to see both um which is which is pretty cool for you guys so you guys get to see yeah. different stages um different types of projects um also different price points
2: yes yeah one is a much more extensive uh fancy renovation and one is throwing it back together making it look nice
1: yeah yeah so you know you've seen townhouse flips you've seen high-end six hundred thousand dollar house flips and now you're seeing a four hundred thousand dollar flip as well Yeah. so they're all a little bit different um some require more, some require less, um, depending on what the price point is, depending on what the neighborhood is. So it's, it's a little bit different each time. So, you know, if you're coming out to the open houses, make sure you're asking lots of questions about that too. If you guys are, you know, interested in, in getting into flips, um, you know, definitely come to the open house, definitely reach out to Calvin Hexter and, and try and get on his flip tour. His flip tour is going to showcase a few other flips as well, not ours, but we'll be on our, um, we'll be one of the stops if you guys are, you know, interested in getting into it, join in every morning, okay? Ask questions, right? Yeah. Um book a coaching call. If you need to book a coaching call, you, the link is here in the show notes. You can book a 1-hour call with me and I can I can walk you through anything that maybe you want to talk about in more detail than just a quick answer on the show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um all the resources are here for you guys, okay? If you guys are interested, heck, if you're if you're buying a property and you need someone to go through it with, you can book a call with me on that as well, or you can answer, ask your question in the morning. But the resources are here, guys. The platforms are here in order to support you. Um, we just got to take the action. Yeah. And if you're not ready, then then listen in tomorrow for a potential update about a potential new thing that's going to involve some pushups and other shit. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Kathleen, All right. Kathleen is unsubscribing right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got more stuff coming for you guys. We got more stuff coming for you guys. So um, today, uh, this, 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 today, this year, 2022 is the year of taking action.
2: Jeremy's pumped. Jeremy says, "I'll do her push-ups." Let's <laughs> go.
1: <laughs> Jeremy's Jeremy's a pretty tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much. Um. We will see you guys tomorrow Have
2: morning. a great Monday.